0: Tuesday, and welcome to The Round Room. This is the podcast where you get your bite-sized international news. I'm your co-host Monica Rivera-Sosa. And I'm your co-host Natalie Vasilev. This is a podcast
1: made by college students for college students. At The Round Room, we have selected a recent story that we feel deserves an extra spotlight.
0: For those who have actually listened to some of our other episodes, we're going to be switching gears a little bit, and we're going to be coming closer to home with our story for
2: today.
1: In this episode, we'll be talking about the murder of Arif Syed Faisal, who was a UMass Boston student who was killed by the Cambridge Police Department. As this is an ongoing investigation, most of the information we've been trying to gather is limited, but we still hope to be able to provide an accurate report on the subject. So thanks for choosing today's episode as we decide to dedicate it to Syed and his loved ones, as well as others who have experienced police brutality.
0: So going into some background on this horrible, horrible event, um, it's been about a month Since Faisal was killed by the Cambridge Police Department in the Cambridgeport neighborhood, on the afternoon of January 4th at around 1.15 p.m., a resident had called 911 to report on a man jumping out of an apartment building window close by. The resident had stated that the man had been holding a machete-looking knife, which would later be identified as a kukri knife, cutting himself with it as well as with pieces of glass from the broken window. This man would later be identified as Faisal.
1: Both police and paramedics said they had spotted Faisal bleeding behind a building on Sydney Street in an alley. As told by the police department and paramedics, Faisal took off into the streets and ran down a few blocks until he had reached Chestnut Street. This is when the police began to engage more with Faisal in an attempt to de-escalate the situation at hand.
0: At this moment, police had decided to verbally engage with Faisal, encouraging him to put the knife down. When this failed, the police decided to fire a non-lethal sponge round. Sponge rounds are designed to confuse and calm down a subject in question, meaning they can't be harmed but still can be subdued. According to the police, a sponge round was not enough. At this point, it's
1: also important to mention that at this stage of the interaction, the CPD had reported that Faisal was running towards them with the knife and felt that officers were in danger. This was also the moment that one of the officers had shot Faisal.
0: EMS and paramedics immediately went to Faisal's aid after he was shot. He was soon taken to Massachusetts General Hospital, where it was declared that he passed away.
1: We're going to start to move on from background a little bit and come into why there is so much suspicion around this case and why nothing has really been done. Here, there are a few elements to the investigation which still have to be questioned, and there are also elements which we think are necessary to question, and they can change the way that you might look at the case.
0: For one, the officer who shot Faisal has not had his name released by the CPD yet. Christine Ello, the police commissioner of the CPD, has stated that the officer had been with the department for around seven or eight years, meaning that he's certainly not inexperienced.
1: And another unique thing about the Cambridge Police Department is that they don't use body cameras. Which is why it has been so legally difficult to reprimand the officers in any way. According to Cambridge City Councilor Mark McGovern, body cameras have been wanted for a long time by any past and present police commissioners. McGovern had also stated that there were never enough funds for providing officers with body cams. In order to allocate funds in Cambridge, it is up to the city manager to decide where money is distributed, and body cams were never a top priority. This is also maybe due to the fact that Cambridge had its last fatal police police shooting over 20 years ago.
0: Yes, that's been a really big talking point for the CPD, claiming that because there's been no fatal police shooting since 20 years ago, that this isn't an important enough topic. The city manager has stated that there is at least $200 million saved as a rainy day budget. So why is the PD not spending it on body cams?
1: Obviously, I think when we talk about the Cambridge Police Department, everyone assumes that it's a peaceful police department just because Cambridge is seen as a safe place and safe city, when in the reality, as we've seen, that's not exactly what's been happening at all. Another thing that we want to talk about is that recently the WCVB station in Boston was able to receive a surveillance video coming from an undisclosed business on Chestnut Street. This is where it gets important. The video that the station had received shows that Faisal is running away from the police while holding the knife to his neck. So basically, this explicitly goes against what the officers had said when they claimed that Faisal was running towards them. The footage is also timestamped at 1.31pm, but no official statement has been made as to the exact time that Faisal allegedly began pursuing the officers when he was shot.
0: It's also important to note that no autopsy report has been disclosed either, so there's really no way to know whether Faisal was running away or going through side effects due to any drug that he had ingested or maybe it was a mental health crisis. There really is hardly any information about the context behind this event.
1: Yeah. The only thing we can gather from this quite clearly is that no one in that instance should ever have to be shot to death. That should never have happened. What we also want to talk about is a little bit more about the community effects of what we've seen coming out of this, which has actually been quite amazing to see, especially within Boston amongst younger people and amongst students and people that have loved Faisal and want to talk more about his life. What we've seen after reports on Faisal is that the public has invented a terrible stigma against Faisal when in reality he was a valued and loved college student, friend, and family member. His parents have stated that Faisal had never even had a record of any kind of criminality, and he was never been violent. And most of his free time was spent being a part of community orgs in his local area, and he has also loved art, traveling, playing sports, and hanging out with friends and family.
0: And because community was an important value to Faisal, communities across Boston and Cambridge have worked together to bring justice to Faisal and his family. The Party for Socialism and Liberation in Boston, for one, has been organizing rallies in support of Faisal. It's mainly younger adults and students who are leading these rallies, which is awesome.
1: So to talk more about what PSL does and how you can help Faisal, we got to sit down with PSL organizer Rafael Rakeeb.
2: This is an issue that heavily affects students. Faisal was a student at UMass Boston and he was shot and killed just a few blocks off of MIT's campus, right next to a student housing house. And realizing that and looking back on history, the movement of students with, uh, during the 60s, during the civil rights era, students have a really important role to play. When we really get together and organize, we have a lot of collective power and we're we're trying to, you know, get students to realize that that is the case. Um, Because when we've been out in the community talking to students, you know, a lot of them already do care about it. But many of these students don't have an idea of what they can do themselves. Getting them plugged into this and really building that collective power is um, key. We've been doing outreach to all of the universities in the area, particularly on this issue of demanding justice for Faisal. And yeah, we've been pulling students from UMass Boston, MIT, Harvard, Tufts, Emerson. What we really want to do is empower students um, to, you know, come out and also be able to organize within their own campuses and have them take up those skills and become leaders in their own right.
1: With all this local tension, many are wondering what the next steps are.
0: Recently, there was an announcement from Cambridge Police that this investigation will be taking longer than the community may be looking for. Of course, we still don't know the identity of the the police officer who fired the shots or how they're being disciplined or anything about how they're investigating, really, which is really frustrating, especially in a city that seems to pride itself on transparency and progress.
1: That's really important to highlight. The priding itself on transparency and progress. I agree. And yeah, so far, all we've gotten was that the officer was a man and that this officer has only had seven or eight years of experience.
0: If you're really looking to get more involved, we encourage you to do things like go to a local PSL rally or protests. This also means urging justice for Faisal and demanding that CPD fires the officer responsible and gives the police department proper consequences. It's also important that if you live in Cambridge or are able to push for more body cams um, to be instilled in the Cambridge Police Department, we would definitely recommend that you push for this as well.
1: As students, we know how scary this can be. It's tough to be able to go about the situation and I don't think any of us would really know how to deal with it properly because the fact that this is so common And happens every day is terrifying. So the most we can say for yourself is be vigilant and stay safe and also you never know what someone might be going through so as always please check in on your friends with your family members
0: just so people know what's going on because that's important. You've been listening to The Round Room. We want to thank Common Collective and Emerson Organization, which helps Emerson students come together to create and collaborate on projects for helping us produce this podcast. We hope this episode brought some things to light. To keep up with our social media, follow us on Instagram at The Round Pod. We'll see you guys next time.